This is about humans dreaming together. About humans supporting each other on our journeys. It's about the science and the art behind making our dream lives a reality. To the students of life. The young and the curious. The dreamers and the doers. To those who crave to be a strong individual. And want to be part of something bigger than themselves. Welcome. 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 Welcome to the Dreamology Podcast. Welcome back to the Dreamology Podcast, everyone. This is your host, Tim Bishop. And this interview is pretty hilarious because it was actually recorded right after I ran a marathon, which is a whole different story. I ran it by myself. I started training during COVID quarantine and and I decided to do it. And so uh, I had a little bit of low energy uh, for this interview, but I, I still think I brought it, so don't worry. And the guest definitely brought it, so it's all good. And before I introduce the guest, you know, just a reminder as to why we are here. We are here because the societal norms and the stuff we're taught in school and the traditional American dream is leaving a lot of people out in the world still unhappy. Uh, There's a lot of things going on in the world that are very complicated, very complex. And so we are here on this show to look at what is the new age American dream, you know, for the entrepreneurs and the growth minded individuals and the hustlers. What does it really look like to live a dream life? How do we find happiness? How do we have good mental health? How do we grow? How do we build things that change the world? And that's what we're here doing. And so if you're with me and you love doing those things, you're going to love this interview with my boy, Jordan Ross. So I'm going to introduce him in a second. All right, so today's guest, like I said, is Jordan Ross, and Jordan had kind of an epiphany when he was at Ohio State his senior year, and he had all the internships in the world that he wanted. He was following the path that he was supposed to follow, and by any means necessary, could have gone to work for any company in the U.S., extremely smart, extremely intelligent, and you know he could have been a very successful man, but... Jordan didn't feel happy with this. You know, he, he actually said he kind of felt like a piece of shit. He started just partying a lot and he kind of stopped having a lot of passion for what he was doing. And he ended up finding the School of Greatness podcast by Lewis Howes and started listening to that every single day. And it put him on this personal development trajectory. And that trajectory led him to actually go to work for Amazon for four years. And then that led him to becoming a high performance coach. And so what that means is he helps people perform at the highest level. So he works one-on-one with six and seven figure entrepreneurs and he helps them grow, accelerate, do things twice as fast that they thought they could do. And so I brought Jordan on the show today to talk about high performance, talk about reaching our goals and to talk about how we can make our dreams a reality. And so I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Jordan where we cover his backstory. We cover a lot of topics just around growth, mindset, living life to the fullest and uh, just doing it big in life. And so without further ado, I'll introduce you to my boy, Jordan Ross. What's going on, dream chasers out there in the world? Today I got my friend, my fellow entrepreneur, a man doing big things out in California, Jordan Ross. He is a Ohio State Buckeye, though, and I am a Wisconsin Badger, so we got a little bit of beef, but we're getting through it. Jordan, how you doing today, man? Dude, uh, fucking great. 
I, I was like, oh shit, can I curse? I remember the note. Oh, I yeah. can. You can. Um, <laughs> dude, I'm great. Dude, there's no beef. Ohio State doesn't beef with anyone because we beat everyone. So it doesn't oh, really have no beef. Wow. There's the jab. Um, but no, dude, I, I'm fantastic. You said out in California, and I've lived here for like nine months now, and it still feels new. So that was honestly like a whoa, I live in California. So, right. Right. Awesome, man. Well, uh, before we dive in too much, I, I'm just curious how uh, the last couple of months have been for you. Obviously, we've had a lot going on in the world. There's been uh, COVID, there's been the George Floyd killing, and now there's just been everything from election. To, I mean, it's, it's a crazy world right now. And just curious how you're holding up mentally and how you've been through all this, uh, all this stuff. Yeah. So honestly, from a, a personal health, like fitness growth perspective, I've been fantastic. And the thing that came up of all of this COVID and, you know, black lives matter for me personally was, am I living, am I being my best self? And here's the cool thing about having a a wife, right? At the age of 25, she was like, Jordan, I, I don't feel like you're, you know, putting in enough energy into this. And I'm like, what, well, what do you mean? You know, like I'm like emotionally torn from this experience. And if you're not, that's okay. But for someone whose goal and mission in life is to impact others, like I just would expect more. So this whole process has been really interesting because it went from like, I'm in my shell, like I'll stay away from COVID, that's fine. Like I want to help with Black Lives Matters, I don't know how, to really like, it became a little bit spiritual because as a coach, like you're constantly, like I have to be the model for my clients and for my community. So the question was, am I being my best self today, this week, this month? And it was, no, I'm not. I'm not advocating for what I believe in and I'm not taking a stand. So that was the big thing that came out of um, the last like three months, primarily the last two months specifically. Um, I need to take a stronger stand in the community for like what I believe in. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was really insightful. Like a great thing that my wife pointed out. Yeah, dude. I mean, I totally, like I totally resonate with that because I was in the same mindset of, COVID I felt like was something I couldn't control. I mean, obviously there's like the wear the mask, don't go out. Like, you know, there's the, but COVID as a, as a whole and how things are going to play out feels very out of our control. Right. But same thing when, you know, when, cause I mean, I'm in Minneapolis, so George Floyd was killed here. And when it happened, I mean, I was shook for, for three to four weeks because I was like, I say that my mission too, and my, what I want to do is to really help people and to really help people live better lives. And I totally had to reevaluate, like, have I been doing that? Can I be doing that better? Have I been, you know, have I been properly like, like valuing all different people's opinions and perspectives and where they came from and how they did. And so for me too, it was like, there's a big growth opportunity. Here. There's a big opportunity to learn about yourself and how you can, you know, be a part of this, you know, as people who like tell people, right. It's like, how can we be a part of the solution, you know, the unity of humanity, the awakening of the consciousness, all this stuff, right? And if that's what we're going to preach and we want to say that, then it's like, how do you walk the walk? And so I think we're all learning, but I love to hear that, um, you know, you're thinking about it. I think it's super important, man. Um, so let's start with your journey, man. I know that we have similar backstories a bit, you know, we're, we're both kind of average Joes um, who at some point in our life decided that personal growth was going to be a big part of our life. Do you want to just walk me through kind of the early stages of your life and, um, you know, how you ended up kind of really getting into the field of personal development and when it all first started for you? Yeah. So the high level is I'm from Long Island, New York originally. I 
grew up in, you know, like suburbia, went to Ohio State because at that point in my life, I just wanted good sports, good school, and I wanted mm-hmm. to party. Mm-hmm. So got into college. Um, this is in 2012 now, so eight years ago. Um, and the big thing for me was as long as I get internships, I'm good. So you flash forward to my junior year. I had an internship with a big company. I had an internship with a Fortune 500 company my freshman, junior, and sophomore year. I think a Fortune 200 company all three of those years. So my head by the time I hit as a junior, which you know I've spoken about this already, I was I was checked out. I am good. I'm going to get the job I want. It does not matter. Um, and I started to party a lot. Like I started to do school way less, and I just started to, you know, go after it per se, like from the party perspective. And I did that for a full semester with no remorse. And then by the time my second semester junior came around, so this is now 2015, um, I I was looking at myself and I just remember feeling like, an, I felt like shit. I was thinking, I am literally a leech on this campus. I'm a leech on the planet. I'm not doing anything besides just getting fucked up and partying and I'm passing my classes. And I know my classes don't even matter anymore. I'm not really learning the things I want to learn. And just, you know, like... As life goes and serendipity happens, I had a buddy, Joe, who were walking to campus and he just was telling me about podcasts he was listening to. So this is in 2015. Podcasts are, have not big, been, like they're not big yet in 2015. Right, right. And I'm like, podcasts, like what's that? You know, um, he tells me he's listening to this podcast about, you know, sales, growth and entrepreneurship and like the light bulb. I'm like, That's so cool. Like I want to grow. Um, so I started podcasting, you know, um, I'd always been someone, you go back to like middle school, like I've always had great grades in high school. I was like the captain of all the sports team. So I've always been a high achiever, but I didn't know how to cultivate that energy in college at that point. So I started mm-hmm. listening to podcasts and this energy that that was the reason why I felt like shit, because I didn't feel a sense of growth. I, I had somewhere to focus in on. And, you know, from there, I just plowed in every time I was walking or going somewhere. I was in the car, podcast or audiobook. I started reading obsessively. And when I graduated, I graduated in 2016. I started working for Amazon as a, as a manager that, that like passion became applicable. I can now take my learnings and learn how to run an operation. Well, I could take my learnings and how do you manage people? How do you lead people? So that passion became very tangible for me. Hmm. And the high level story is when I get to Amazon, I was managing over a hundred people three months out of college, which is fucking so stupid. Like the (laughs) stupidest thing of all time. Hey, here's a college kid who, by the way, he's 160 pounds. Doesn't look like have the big stature of authority. And in my head, like, what the fuck am I going to tell a hundred people? Right. Uh, We're all probably older than you, right? Yeah. Like 90. Yeah. Every single person on my team when I was 21 was older than me in Columbus, Ohio. So I was failing miserably. I didn't know how to run an operation. I didn't know how to delegate. I didn't know how to prioritize the important task. And I was working the the highest volume fulfillment center in the world at that time. Uh, Like during like Q4 of that year, we were doing over a million units per day. Like think about a great company. They're doing a million units in like a week. Amazon and that one fulfillment service is doing a million units a day. Um, and I, so I was failing. I was failing so hard. I was so stressed. I remember I'd drive home and I'd feel like I fucking suck. I don't get this. I, I can't wrap my head around it because I was managing like mm. an entire floor that was mm. the equivalent of a track. Imagine you had a, like you ran a whole team and your whole team's dispersed around that whole track and there's over a hundred people. You're responsible for them. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Um, right. 
so I turned, I, I wasn't getting the help from Amazon. So I, I took this passion of learning and I went deeper and I started to invest in courses. I started to invest in like, hmm. um, trainings. And eventually I found, you know, the concept of two things. One, it was called the four one, one from the one thing. How do you reverse engineer your success? How do you prioritize and how do you actually focus on what matters and everything else that doesn't matter, leave it behind. And hmm. then also how do you become a leader? great leaders don't lead, they guide. That was the two big things. And from that journey, I started asking questions and people started to change. I started to prioritize my time and I started to succeed. And in my head, it was like, this is so simple, but it was that light bulb moment. This is like, this is awesome. So I started asking people questions. I started sprinkling positive encouragement and my team drastically turned around. I'm like, this is intoxicating for me. Like I'm Mm. obsessed with this. People are growing around me. It's literally because I'm helping them. And then I found coaching, right? I found out the concept of, as a coach, you don't consult people. You guide them through questions. You ask them the questions they need to hear to get the answers that they seek. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 2018, I went through went to IPEC, Institute of Professional Excellence in Coaching. I went down a, a 10-month journey to become a professionally certified coach. And, you know, we flash forward two years. I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I'm married to the woman in my dreams. I live here on the beach in Santa Monica. And... I think from a high level, that's, that could sound intimidating and it sounds really cool, but like at the end of the day, it's really, the results are simple. Like you need to focus your time on what matters most. So that's right. the, that, that's the big thing. Yeah, dude. I love that, man. That's a, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. The more I study all this stuff too, it's like the deeper your amount of knowledge, you know, in, in, in wisdom you have, the more you realize how simple a lot of the, concepts really are you know a lot of the just how to be healthy how to find you know a good job how to grow how to do this they're all like these base things but if you hear it if you hear these like things they might sound corny they might go over your head they might be like yeah yeah no i know i know like sleep seven eight hours but when you like have a deep like actual knowledge of what's behind that fact it becomes a whole new beast in itself and so like you're thinking like yeah break it down like year month weeks and, you know, ask questions instead of guide, instead of lead. Right. And I think that those things are just two examples of all the things in life that, that can be simplified, uh, when we like to make them super complicated. Um, I love that, man. Um, so, you know, you mentioned the word high performer a lot there and high achiever. And I always felt like, um, I was that, you know, I always kind of felt the same way where I always just wanted to achieve and it didn't exactly matter what it was. And I remember one day in my past, I think it was 2018, I met someone for the first time who had said, you know what, Timmy, like there's a lot of things that you could do. It isn't about what you can do. It's about what you should do. And for me, like, again, sounds simple, but that's what it like blew my mind. And I feel like a lot of high achievers and high performers aren't satisfied. And I'm curious, I know you work with high achievers and I'm, I'm curious, like what the thread you've noticed. I feel like the mentality can be like, go, 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 go. I'm going to do what's ever in front of me. And I'm going to just keep doing that. But what have been some common themes that you've seen with people who do have that, you know, I know that entrepreneurs and dream chasers listening to this and, and high achievers themselves, but you know, what, what do you usually see that people are, are maybe not seeing right away in their own life as to why they're not feeling fully fulfilled or satisfied in that like high achievement journey? Yeah. So to answer that last question, what am I seeing that people like if you're not feeling fulfilled in your, in your pursuit, if you want to feel fulfilled, you go grow. Like Tony Robbins talks about that all the time. If you want to feel better about yourself, you want to have a sense of growth. 
So if you're feeling like shit, like there's gotta be a specific reason. What's the internal dialogue? So I would say holistically, the biggest thing that I see when people first come into my world and are high achievers is the one characteristic when I take them through, I have a proprietary debrief from IPEC. Um, one of the biggest characteristics is they feel like they have this weight on their shoulders. That's, that's the biggest thing that holds mm. them all back. And when we dive deep into that, it's like, I, sh- <laughs> it's the same thing. Cause I, like the same type of person comes up. It's like, I should be doing so much with my life and I feel that pressure. And then I look at what I'm doing today and it's not equating to that. And that's, that makes me feel overwhelmed that, that drives me. But like at the same time, like no matter what I do, I constantly feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we dig deeper behind that, there's usually a childhood experience. Um, there's some form of a trauma. That's the root cause of that. Mm-hmm. One of my clients, the example for him, um, he was told by his mother that he would never amount to nothing before the age of seven. So before the age of seven, like you're never going to be good. Like that's what he heard. That's not what she said. Like, I, like she said something so simple, but he interpreted it through his filter. I'm never going to amount to nothing weight on my shoulders. I'm not going to amount to nothing, but I believe I can. So you flash forward 20 years now, like, and the guy has this weight on their shoulders. We tie it back. It has everything to do with his mom. So I think that's the Mm. biggest thing that I see for people that aren't achieving it. It's usually that weight on their shoulders if they're a high performer. And if we go back even further, there's a childhood experience that could cause some form of trauma that they have no awareness of. And it just, mm. it's a program, like a computer program. You play it, Zoom, we're on Zoom right now. So this is a program It's running in the background, constantly running in the background of every person are these stories, these traumas that prevent them from showing up fully. So that's where mm. we start. Let's uncover that shit right out the gate so yeah. we can focus on what matters. Yeah, and that's, and that's guiding you. You know, that's that, like you said with that guy, he's been since he's seven years old, that's been guiding his, his actions and and like you said, like where you said, like it can be a tra- traumatic experience or it could just be a story you're telling yourself, right? Like you said, like it could be just this thing you start to believe and it gets planted in your subconscious. And then that is just how you're going to view yourself and how you're going to operate going forward. And yeah, man, it's, it's interesting um, because I think that weight on the shoulders thing, a lot of people in today's world, I feel, like feel that this weight on the shoulders or this, the classic is like, I'm not enough. You know, that's like everyone, everyone yeah. says that it's, it's a, probably pretty common human feeling, but you know, I think it's, it's important to try to figure out ways to get out of that. And so I also saw on, you know, as I said, I was looking through your website that, you know, there was three areas that a lot of people are usually pretty unclear on. And you said mission values and purpose. Can you dive into just what those three things mean to you and um, how people can maybe start to define those things if they haven't done so already? Yeah. So the process I take people through, um, is pretty robust. It, it's all tailored made, but the first three steps are all, are always the same. The first one is let's get a, an assessment of who you are today. Let's get an assessment of where you want to go specifically in one year and five. So now that we know who you are and where you're going, we have the roadmap. Hmm. From there, the next place we go is what I call the MVP process. So there's six areas in our life that have nothing to do with our mindset or our mental state that we gain or lose energy from. Um, it's one's the spiritual bucket, which has to do with your values and your purpose and where you're going, your mission. Do you have clarity on that? So that's exactly mm-hmm. the MVP. There's your mental, like your mental and emotional state, which is based on who you're around or what you're feeling, your environment, your physicality, how much you're eating, sleeping, and your social, who, socially, who you're around. 
every one of those, you're either gaining or losing energy. So mm. the biggest one is the spiritual bucket. When I say spiritual, it's not spirituality, like religion. It's literally, do you have clarity on your values? Because these are things that we don't do in families or in school. So mm. most people, when they come into session with me or they come into partnership, they're losing all this energy from a place that they've never thought of. Like you, mm. it's very common for people talking about your mental or emotional health, especially on LinkedIn. Everyone's talking about it, you know? Um, and then all those other things, like you're the average of five people you talk, that you spend most time with. So the reason we go there first is because no matter what happens, if we stop working together tomorrow, you're going to know who you are. You're going to mm. know why you're here on this planet. You're going to know what you're striving for. Right. And when you anchor that into their subconscious, I have a purpose. Like, you know, even when I'm stressed, I know who I am and I have seen where I'm going. You're, you're going to get, you're going to be freaking motivated. Like, right. and you're going to be grounded in who you are. Like I know who I am, but for so much of my life, I had lost so much energy because I felt lost in the crowd. I couldn't formed because I was afraid to stand out. Mm. I was afraid to be myself. So that's a big commonality. That's why we start there. Like I yeah. want you to be grounded in this partnership first. Yeah. And who and, you are. And like you said, it's powerful because if that's, if that's all that ends up happening, that's a, that's such a win, right? If you can know, Oh, these things guide me, you know, this is what I'm, I feel like I'm really here for that might evolve. But, you know, I mean, if you have that, you know, I think it's Tony Robbins or I don't know where he got it from, but also says like, if you have a why you can figure out any how, right. That, like that quote of like, if you know that base thing, it gives you that comfort to go forward and say, all right, let's, uh, let's see what we can do here. Let's see, you know, let's see what we can go do in the world. Yeah, exactly. And it's the, what we see in society, especially from a coach, the psychology is you, the best, most successful people in the world, they, they operate from be, how, do. Mm. Most people operate from do, sorry, it's be, have, be, do, have. Sorry, I messed that up. Be, do, have. People operate from have, do, be. So what's that mean? When I have the money, I'm going to be able to do everything I want. And then I'm going to be happy mm. completely fucking backwards. When, yeah. if I'm able to be happy, I'm going to be able to do so much in the world because I'm coming from my true nature and I'm going to have everything that I'm meant to. Mm. You start from there. You start internally. Like, you look at the best, like Steve Jobs is a really good example. He was really spiritually strong and look what he fucking created. Apple is a Titan. Right? It's an all right. It's an all right company. Pretty decent, but he started, <laughs> he yeah. started from the, the be, do, and then have model. Yeah. So that's why, that's where it all goes back to. Yeah. And that's another thing you said is that we just don't talk about that. We don't, it's funny. I feel like one time in my life, I remember someone it was when I was, someone told me something because I was going to go somewhere and he said, man, you know what you got to do? You just got to go be this weekend. And I have not forgot about that because it's the only time someone has said that because it's always, what are you going to go do? Or what are you going to, what's this? What's that? And it's always the, the do oriented or the, and it's not often are we thinking about what do I want to be and how do I just be? And then how do I let that? And it's, you just, again, we're just not, you just, I mean, it's not no one's fault, but that's just not a, 
something that anybody tells anybody. And so it's, it's Western culture, right? That's the norm. Like go do more like Grant Cardone. You want to be happy, go make more money, <laughs> which is like money. If your money is an amplification, right? If you're fucking happy, you're going to be really fucking happy with money. If you're internally stressed out and like really sad, you're going to be really fucking depressed when you have a lot of money. Mm. So we start there. We ground you in who the fuck you are so you can be centered no matter what. Yeah, then yeah. let's go kick let's go kick some fucking ass now. It's like we're learning yeah. how to block before we can learn how to run a, a, a like passing route. Football yeah. analogy for yeah. everyone who doesn't know football. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I I can't believe the Buckeyes just 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 shit on the Badgers every year, man. Uh the they get to the Big Ten championship and it's just all dreams are gone. We think that's gonna be our year. Nope done <laughs> i'm not surprised i'm not surprised any year it's like yeah. i already know what's gonna happen yeah 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 um but yeah dude i mean it's it's powerful stuff and it's because it, like you said it's so in the culture it's so um ingrained in all of us and even you know were you in the school of business at uh ohio ohio yeah. state yeah so me too you know i feel like even especially more in the school of business where it's really like here's the structure here's how it's going to work here's how things go and I mean, I was in the same boat for, as you was like the longest time. I just believed that. I was like, Hey, I'm a good student. Sweet. Got that. Uh, I'm going to get this internship here. Okay, cool. I got that. And then by the end of my junior year internship, I was like, there's gotta be more here. Like, is this, am I just going to keep doing this or is it, and, you know, so I got lucky and I kind of snapped out of it, but, and not to say that that route's not for everyone, but the thing is like that, that be part of it. And I, I think that a lot of my friends, you know, are doing something that they love. They really are. But there's a lot of people out there who aren't. And so you got to ask yourself, like, are you just doing this because that's how like you are wired to be taught by society? Or is it something that you actually want to be? And so it's, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's super deep stuff. But I think it's really, really important. I think that the world would be a lot happier place if they, if we flip that script, like you just said. Yeah. So let me actually, I, I pulled up just one of my clients purpose. Um, and this is like, I want to like amplify, like why this may ground someone, mm -hmm. this guy was, he's a high performer, works in corporate America, really successful, but he came in feeling like he wasn't achieving his potential. So purpose, I build and foster strong relationships. My gift is that I'm able to do this better than anyone because of my relationships. I'm able to create fulfillment, purpose, and success for, for the people I'm in relationship with and for those around me. Mm. Every day I live and grow towards my fullest potential. It's my mm. purpose to be my best. When I'm growing, I'm living my purpose. And he, he checks in on that every morning and it reminds him who he is. He's a person that creates connections. That's why he's here. When mm. he connects with people at his fullest, people feel his love, his energy, and they feel a little bit better. And that's why he's here. And when he grows, he can do that at a better level. So when we figured that out, it's just like a complete game changer for this guy. Like he didn't have to go do anything. He just had to go be. Right? Yeah, so. right. And I think what's cool is when you flip that script, um, you know, I think a lot of us and high performers, entrepreneurs, whatever, we have, we have visions of serving this massive purpose, right? Impacting a million lives or whatever. Like, you know, you see all those things. But when you know you're already serving, like this guy, right? When he knows he's already serving his purpose, he can already go home feeling satisfied and say, okay, today I, impact, I impacted five lives. And then next week I impacted 10. And in five years, I will have impacted 20,000. And so you're already like, 
you don't have to feel like this purpose is this place in the distance. It's, it's, it becomes something like, okay, if I know this and if I can serve this out every single day, then I'm doing my part. I'm doing all I can do in the 24 hours that I have, you know, in this day. And so I think that that's a super also grounding thing because, you know, again, it's just not often how we think about it. It's usually destination instead of like feeling a little, you know, I think Brendan Burchard said, like, it's okay to feel okay where you are and want more. It's okay to be serving your purpose on a small scale and want to serve it on a bigger scale. That's that you can have both those things. You don't have to choose, you know, one or the other. And I think that that's a super powerful perspective to have when you think about it. Yeah. And I think the, the last note I'll say on the MVP, it's not to note that like, we're not talking about those big things because we are like, I'm looking at his, it's on one spreadsheet. And just like on his third line for his mission is I have $200,000 coming in passively. Like it's on the same sheet where we have his purpose, you know? Mm. So it's exactly what Brendan Bouchard talks about. Mm. It's okay to be here in the moment, be okay with it and know that you're going to get to where you're going to get when the time is meant to happen. Mm. Right? So. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's transition to this quote because I saw it on your, uh, on your page too. And it hit me hard because so in this process of doing the podcast and, um, you know, just being on social media, meeting a bunch of people, you know, I've been asking a bunch of people questions like, Hey, especially a lot of Gen Z or, you know, my age, um, college graduates, like, Hey, so what are the biggest things that you feel like you struggle with or you want as a college graduate right now in today's world? And a lot of people, I mean, almost everyone said, I'm not exactly sure. I'm uncertain as to like what to do. And I'm uncertain if I'm making the right choices. And this thing on your, on your site said, um, we'll leave you with a sense of peace knowing you are right where you are meant to be. If someone comes to you and says, man, I just don't know if I'm making the right choices. What, what do you do to, to get them grounded in knowing that they are making the right choices, knowing that they are where they're meant to be? So it's funny, right? So there are, I'll give you the high level description of how, like, no matter where someone comes at me with, if they're saying like, I don't know what to do, it's going to garner a specific question from me. If the end goal for this example is, you know, get you to a place where no matter what, like you feel like you're at complete peace, which is what we all desire. We all want to be in that place of absolute passion joy and peace knowing that where we are is perfect and where we're going is perfect so that's like our that's the reality we all have the capacity to create that um that's what we have the capacity as human nature there's seven different levels of thoughts though here's here's what people get lost when you think a thought it leads to an emotion every emotion leads to a chemical reaction in your body a hormone so a, a good example is let's say the thought that you have tim you wake up you look at yourself in the mirror I'm the fucking man. <laughs> when you think that the, um, the emotion you have is like just sheer joy and the chemical is dopamine. If you go back to the mirror that next morning, you feel like shit. You didn't, you just spent, spent it drinking with your buddies on July 4th. And you're like, <laughs> I fucking suck. I <laughs> fucking horrible. The emotion you might feel is guilt and apathy and the chemical will be cortisol. So for every thought, there's an emotion that releases a chemical and Mm. all those chemicals that release for us, they're creating energy, right? So I can, no one has a technology, but I could measure your energy on a a given moment. So Mm. when the thought of, you know, be at complete peace, that's level six. There's seven levels that you could be at. Level six is you're at complete passion. The core thought there is 
we always win, always, right? So if we always win, I, I could be totally peaceful. But if someone's like, I'm totally lost, that's a level one thought. Hmm. That's grounded in that they don't feel, they can't see in front of them. So I might ask someone the question, well, Tim, tell me about a time when you felt that you, you also felt lost, but were able to navigate that to a place where you felt clear on where you were going. Hmm. And what we would do is I would help them go from level one where they feel lost and now they go back in time because that's easy. And they think through, well, you know, when I was trying to find my major, I remember that I made a list of all the things I'm interested in. And from that list, I had conversations. And from those conversations, I realized, you know what? I love marketing. That's what I want to do. So, and then I would ask the second question, you know, so using that experience and those learnings about yourself, how could you apply that to this moment and right now? And mm. then we move them from level one to level three, which level three is ownership. You're going to take ownership of how you think and feel in your path. And then when you go from level three, like that's where you take ownership. It's easy to guide someone. You just need to get them mm. out of their story. That's where people get lost. So going yeah. from one to three, three to five, level five is the level of like um, the rainmaker, like, you tim are thinking at level five all the fucking time like <laughs> what can i create what like what can i do how much value could i bring mm -hmm. so once you just get someone out of their own way it's easy to guide them but that's the first step okay you need to help them see their path yeah cool man i love that i love that that's super powerful and yeah i mean i think when you're when you're new to life you're just coming out of a you know school it's it's easy to be like oh you know what i don't really know i don't exactly know but uh i think recently I had someone tell me this you know we we already have all the answers to our questions and all the skills we need. They're just in different areas of our life. So maybe the, the mindset that we attack to how we do physical health, for example, if we just took that mindset and applied it over here, or maybe there's this one experience we had where we did this and we have to take that and do it here. And I, I think it's really powerful like you just said there. It's like, you know, where have you done this? Where, where have you already, like in your life, where have you already, you know, created a system that you could apply to here? I think that that's like a good way of thinking about, you know, and maybe you haven't done it yet. And that's the point where it's time to go learn, time to go grow, right? Time to go, uh, time to go better yourself, be your best self, as we said. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love it, man. I love it. Well, let's talk about you for a couple more seconds here. Um, so I'm always interested in habits, you know, what kind of things people are doing in their own life. Um, and so if you could preach just one habit that you've uh, been pretty hooked on that you feel like it's made a lot of change in your own personal life, uh, what, what habit would you, would you uh, throw out there? Uh, this, is a, this is like a heavy one, right? Because there are <laughs> just, I think there are two, there are two that like, if I didn't have these two, I would like, I'd be, I wouldn't be who I am today. Mm. Um, but I think the most important, I think at the end of the day, the probably the most important one would be meditation. Like I meditate, mm. I've clocked so many weeks of meditation in my life. Um, I meditate for a minimum of 20 minutes a day. I'm usually doing it two or three times a day. Um, and when I say meditation, people think about just focusing on your breath and it's, there's so much more than focusing on your breath. The analogy I give is if you, if you played sports, if you went to a different part of America or even the world, you'd see a different type of sport, but under the category, the umbrella, it's just a sport. Meditation is no different. If you go under the umbrella of meditations, there's so oh, many yeah. ways to play the game of meditation. Right. Um, and for me, it's, 
I think about so many things where the world is so anxious. I am able to live anxious free. I'm not saying that I don't get anxiety because I do. Just when I do, I'm, I know how to meditate through it. I am so aware that when my heart rate rises, I know it. I've been meditating for, I'm going on year five this year. So like, that's just a byproduct. I can literally feel my heart rate increasing and I'll just go meditate. I'll, mm. I will chill. Mm. Um, I connect to a sense of like service through meditation, right? So who can I serve today? And I just allow it to intuitively come through. And then mm. I'll get out of meditation. I'll text someone. I texted one of my best friends, Derek, this morning, like who he's been hitting me up and like, we went years, our whole life. He would never text me. He's been making an effort. And I just thought in my head, who could I serve today? Derek came up and I just sent him a voice note, like, Hey man, I just want to let you know, like, I freaking love you, bro. And I've been seeing the effort you've been putting forth to like really grow this relationship and this friendship. I want to let you know, I appreciate you. So I'm serving him because I'm giving him the sense of fulfillment that he's doing a great thing. Mm, Um, I, I think about how it could be a great husband, like, and I watch myself being a great husband. Like there's so many different avenues. Um, I think about my future. I manifest my future, the the present I haven't created yet every day. Mm. So like, there's so many different things. Meditation is a broad thing to say. I do it every day, but I take myself through the seven levels of meditation. I love it, man. No, I love the examples you gave and yeah, I'm right there with you. I know that, uh, there's a million ways to do it. And so telling someone to go meditate is like telling someone to go play a sport, right? It's, it's a very, uh, it's very broad comment. And so I appreciate the examples you throw out there. And um, if you're going to, if you're going to go tell someone to go meditate, you might as well just say, go sit on your thumb. (laughs) You're not going to figure, you're going to be overwhelmed and not figure it out. Right. Right. Um, I love it, man. Well, being that this is the, uh, dreamology podcast, I'm always trying to figure out how to make the dream life reality. Um, you know, when you think about your own life and your, you know, your goals, what do you think are some big variables of what a dream life looks like for you? And these could be, you know, internal or external things. Dream life. Okay. So we're going to go back to the be do have. Um, my dream life is something that at first off, a dream life is something anyone can achieve. Like Mm -hmm. if you look at the most successful people and I talk about real success, if someone has done it, you can do it too. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. Um, First is being completely detached from outcomes. So Mm. can you, I think success, my personal definition of success is staying in a consistent state of absolute passion and joy and having that sense of peace. If you have that, it won't fucking matter what you do. So that's a dream life for me. Like if you can stay in that state and not be in your thoughts, not be in the future, not be in the past and be in the present, that's a dream life because you're going to see the beauty in the moment. Love that. Like this is, this is a moment we're having right now in the moment. Um, so that's the first thing. And that's something that you have to go through a lot of work through. You got to release your baggage, um, which is just like all the trauma, right? So that's one. Yeah. I would say, you know, the second thing, if because I'm living in the moment, I'm happy, I guess it's really just, Honestly, I, I don't know if I need anything else than that, bro. I really don't. Yeah, like, great, I think dude. about, I could give you things. I could talk to you about my, like, my ambitions. Right. Like, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Like, I'm going to serve a fuck ton of people. Yeah. That doesn't make me who I am. I think maybe that, and I'm happy with my wife and we have a beautiful family. Like, hmm. you know, business is simple. Like, when I coach entrepreneurs, like, I just, I just, I just coached an entrepreneur today. Um, his company is currently, his, he has $12,000 in revenue in the month. And we were talking, how is he, how does he get from 12,000 to 45,000 by the end of the month? That was fucking easy. Like that mm. was so simple. It's a stupid, simple system that we just broke it down for him. 
like that is that's like math that's it it's algebra mm. talk about like living happy and being in a happily happily married like relationship having a family being a present father being a present friend like mm. that's the shit that makes a dream life yeah because america has lost the vision for like what does it mean to have the american dream so that's what it is for me i love it man absolutely love it dude <sighs> yeah it's a that's hit me. That's a fantastic, fantastic answer, dude. Um, all right. This one's a, this one's a fun one. So I, I, I heard this on the school of greatness podcast and it's one of my favorite. Love favorite. Lewis. So you're going to know man. this one. Cause this is one of my new favorite questions to ask people because it's so powerful. And so you're probably going to recognize it, but it's about the three truths. Um, and <laughs> so you probably already know, you probably know it's coming, but if the world is to end tomorrow, and uh, or your world and you go wherever you believe that humans go after after earth and, and jordan ross is is off face the earth and all your work and all your posts and all your everything gets swiped away nobody remembers you but you're allowed to leave a piece of paper with three things that you believe to be true based off of your experiences what do you think you would write on that piece of paper It's so good. I've never actually been asked the question. So when I, when I, I haven't listened to the school of greatness in a while, but when I listen to it, it's great. Um, here's what I'll say. I'm going to preface it with the backstory of why this is my answer. And it actually just, it's going to correlate directly to this. I, you know, on the, on your podcast, we're probably talking about the, the big dreams of what we're trying to do. And at the end of the day, like there's no amount of success that can bring you happiness. Like there's not, there's a reason that Robin Williams killed himself. He could not have been, uh, he could not have been more accomplished in his field. He could have not have done more in his field. Right. Um, so if I were to leave three truths behind me, it's, you know, find your truth, mm-hmm. right? What's your, like, find your truth. Cause when you find your truth, you'll be grounded. We already talked about that. Right. Um, you know, live in the, live every day as if it's your last, like it's so cliche, but just finding the beauty and that not even the external moments, but like, can you find the beauty in walking your dog and mm. taking a moment to laugh about that? Can you find the beauty in a normal fucking conversation? And, and when you could find the beauty in those conversations, you'll be happy. So finding the beauty in the normal, I would say that'd be number mm. two. <sighs> I really want to throw a joke out. Um, how <laughs> I'm not going to throw it. I'll tell you after the podcast, what it would be. Um, <laughs> And I would say number three, just be here now. Like Mm. that, honestly, for me personally, that's my biggest, that's the biggest area of opportunity that I am working towards. How can I be here in the moment, truly here all the time? Mm. Because as an entrepreneur, I'm sure you've talked to a bunch, man. My head's like, whoa, I want to do all these things. I want to create all this shit. I want to, I'm going to build this course. I'm going to serve these many people. I'm going to build this and this. I'm going to have, and life slips away from you from that. So I think if you can, if you can truly master being in the moment, you have like found the key to life. Cause so no one knows how to do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's a feeling I resonate with hundred percent. Um, all right, brother, last question. I want to leave people with a call to action. You know, all the stuff we talked about, I want people to be able to wrap it up and say, well, if there's one thing I could do based off of this interview, what would you say to be a call to action for listeners? <sighs> Yeah. So I think actually, I think what I would be saying 
actually, now I'm thinking, what I'm going to tell all of your listeners, <laughs> if you are serious about your journey, if you're serious about your happiness, you, it starts with finding out who you are, right? Mm. So the thing that I call to action is I offer a free consultation for 30 minutes for anyone that comes through my door to help them figure that out. Um, I told mm. you about this assessment, the ELI, it stands for the Energy Leadership Index. The reason it starts with energy, it's exactly what I told you before. Thoughts lead to emotions, let's lead to chemical reactions, which is energy. Right. If you could understand where you're at on an energetic level today, you can make a strategy on how to improve and feel happier, feel more fulfilled. Mm. That's something I do complimentary for anyone that comes through my through my world. There are coaches that charge five hundred to a thousand dollars for that assessment, which you know, it, honestly, it's a great lead gen tool. It's worth that value. I do it for free just because if you're serious, <clears throat> um, you're going to want that. If you're hungry, like if you start there, you're not going to stop. Like, it's not like, mm -hmm. Hey, here's where you're at. Like you just keep going. That's the journey. So that's my <laughs> yeah. call to action. Go on my website, drumrosscoaching.com. Um, hit me up or even text me 516-439-6672 and be like, Hey, heard you on Tim's podcast. And I want to do that ELI. I would say, fuck yeah, let's, let's rock and roll. I love so, it, dude. I love it. Well, hey, man, I appreciate your time. I know you're a, a busy boy like all of us. And uh, busy so boy. <laughs> it, it means a lot that you, uh, you know, took your time to have this conversation and just share your knowledge and share your stories. And uh, I really appreciate it, man. It means a lot to me. Yeah, Tim, thanks for having me on the show. Like, um, these are the conversations that I fucking live for. Like, a real 100%. conversation. Um, I think everyone should be a podcaster because these are the conversations that make the world like a better place. All right, listeners out there, I appreciate you. I love you as always. Thanks for listening to another episode of the show. And you heard Jordan's call to action. If you want to take that test, just hit up jordanrosscoaching.com. Sign up for the test. He'll give it to you for free. I'm going to take it with him uh, to see where I'm at and see how he can maybe help me uh, in any way, shape, or form. And so if you want to talk to him, definitely do that and reach out. Another thing that we talked about on this show, you know, I really recommend writing down your goals. It's something crazy, like 40 to 50% more likely percent chance of uh, reaching your goals if you write them down. And so what Jordan did is he write down those one-year goals and then break that down into one month, and then what do I got to do for this one week? And just looking at your goals like that, so you're so in tune with the micro and macro levels, it looks like a really effective way to achieving what you got to achieve, and it's really making those goals become a reality. And so, thanks again for listening to the show. Let's get out there and do big things in the world. Let's transform ourselves. Let's transform the cities, the companies, the areas that we live and work in. And uh, let's make those dreams a reality. I'll see y'all next time.